Hello and welcome to Class Recording Podcast with Ian and Jem. Uh, yeah, it's Halloween week, so uh, we'll be previewing the events and uh, gigs coming up this weekend in Glastonbury and surrounding areas. Uh, also, we'll be talking about what we got up to last weekend, favourite ghostly tunes, and uh, things about gigs cancellations. There's quite a few of them going on at the moment. Major tours get called off. Uh, right, we're going to kick off the show this week with a Cosmic Ninja and a track called Lies. kicked off the show with Cosmic Ninja and uh, they're supporting Millie Manders and The Shut Up uh, at 
King Arthur on Thursday night, if you want to get down to that one. Anyway, Jem, how you doing, mate? Yeah, it's all right. Uh, it's uh, it's getting it's getting darker, isn't it? The clocks are going back next weekend. I don't know if you've got that in for your gig shout later. We don't want anyone missing the gig and turning up a, uh, an hour later, whatever it's going to be. I can't remember what we're No, I know. Clock, clock's going back on Halloween weekend. I know. It's a bit scary, isn't it? Yeah, I know. A bit scary. Uh, so it'll get darker at night um, earlier. So uh, we better start getting used to that. Yes. But um, yeah, how's it going anyway? What do you, what, what have you been up to? Well, we mentioned on last week's uh, Glastonbury Calling podcast um, that um, we were expecting, and so a baby is born, and uh, so we've been very yeah. No, it's really cool. I I I am. Um, it's very very exciting. The baby is as big as me, so pretty big, really. Good, uh, good. It's got more hair than me. Yeah, oh, that's uh, not. Uh, and sleeps better than me so you know three out of three isn't bad really very very cute and it's lovely to um, have a little addition in our family so very very exciting obviously that's what we've been doing not much else doing baby things really oh that's that's cool was it was it exciting were you excited and everything go all right yeah, no, it did, and uh, my partner was down at the hospital as well with her daughter, and uh, yeah, I mean, sort of bigging up the mother uh, who ended up giving birth, uh, it just happened quite quickly that they couldn't offer any painkillers, so remarkably brave young woman giving yeah. birth to a baby without any painkillers very what, very what, very what, impressive How what brave. day was the baby born thursday uh thursday we could uh, go today yeah today oh wow brilliant well done uh yes yeah, so um yeah I, well last weekend was my birthday talking about birthdays was it, it my... was it yeah. was yeah. i know so we and, had a good... uh, yeah. Thanks for catching up with me. You know, th- I mean, basically the way we're synced at the moment is now is the time that you know you've, you're catching up in my age, really. So thank you for doing that, making no, me feel no, no, no. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just doing it, you know, to help you out, make you thank feel you. Yeah, no, fun. you're really good help. <laughs> yeah, propping me up. Yeah. So yeah, we went out to Bath on um, Sunday. Spent the whole day. Well, we spent day playing. We started off playing crazy golf, which was good fun. And then we went to uh, a pub called The Raven, met up with my brother and Kieran and um, uh, and had a couple of drinks in there, had a, a meal in Salamander, which was nice. And then we were going to go up to another, we were going to probably head up to the Bell. And then just as we were heading out of there, it was winging it down with rain. So we walked back down to The Raven, which was right next to the Salamander in effect. And then we ended up staying in there all night. Because it's such a good pub. So, I don't know the Raven. I yeah. um, my, my my lovely memories of the Bell. Um, it's one of those pubs that just does such wonderful music. It's a community pub. Yeah, it's a feel a bit like the King Arthur. I, I think we were talking about beer. I think the, the beer at the King Arthur is is brilliant. I know you're campaigning for that, but the great music they put on at the Bell, and it's helped by not being that far away from box and the real world area and they just get such incredible music uh largely free you make your donations to the bands always in for a treat there i've seen a few gigs there and there's they've been really amazing great atmosphere in that pub so another time it'd be great to link up and go to the bell sometime yeah. i'd love to go there again no, another time i'll message kieran to say um uh in, in, in next week um nick parker's playing up there so, oh, really, uh, at the bell? But Flo's, Flo's supporting him and oh, Kieran's nice. friends with Flo. So yeah. I sort of like message him to let him know and say, you know, if it might be worth popping along saying hi to Flo. So. She's coming up with some brilliant material. Her mm. voice is amazing. Uh, so I'd love to see her play live. Uh, really, really, it's been wonderful sort of seeing her grow into her music and finding herself. She Her songs are just wonderful. I hope... She continues to make more music because she is definitely a talent to look out for. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Anyway, uh, let's let's uh, play some more music. Uh, this is a brand new track by Cutthroat Francis, uh, just come out, and it's called Chicken Hands. 
perfectly in an outfit of well-dressed Poison at the thought of two minutes late, no less A distant call is ringing of a merciless unrest Confidence is cheating in a rigorous protest Ah, history plays for spinning and some routes made out of lead Throw both hands above me, bring me to life today I'd really like to help you, but you can
Okay, Let It Burn There by Strange Folk, who are um, uh, are quite a good band at uh, Halloween gigs anyway. And uh, talking of Halloween, you know, we're coming up. Um, You know, what what have you got planned for Halloween? Do you you ever do anything? You know what I'm like. I'm a party pooper, as they say, in America. I don't do stuff like that. I don't do anything like that at all. Uh, I just don't really enjoy Halloween. So I'm kind of one of those nerds that turns the lights off hides under the uh, the sheet the sheets with the pussycat and uh, just uh, kind of wills the day away. I love seeing kids enjoying themselves. It's wonderful. Um, I'm not a massive fan of it. Having said that, um, you, you're going to come on to talk about last weekend. I did go to a, a short story event where the theme was Halloween and there was some original stories from... Well, Nikki Copleston from uh, Wells, who is frequently uh, supporting Somerset Libraries. Uh, oh, yeah. She wrote the story about Halloween, and it was just brilliant. A very short story, but so succinct and clever. So I enjoy that side of it, where you can use your own imagination. Yeah, yeah. What I don't yeah. like is that kind of you know, the trick-or-treating, because it feels bordering on cruel, and yet kids seem to love it. So as so long <laughs> as everyone's kind to each other. I'm always been tempted to sort of go go for the trick, but I think they'll end up like I don't know what they would do to me if I what trick I would have to do. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Know. What about you? Uh, I, we, bet we, you well, we, I bet you love it. I bet you are. To, oh, when, I bet. When we used to have the King Arthur years ago, we um used to do a, a disco. Me and a, a chap called Pez we used to drink in a pub, and we do a disco on Halloween night, which is really good fun, and. Um, didn't matter whether it was on like a Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday, we'd always do it on Halloween um, and people would come out and come to it and it was quite good. And we sort of like uh, spin loads of sort of anything that was slightly ghost related track. We would play all night or uh, quite, and, and the music would be quite gothy as well, quite often. So you play stuff like, um, the cult and uh, Sisters of Mercy and music like that as well, you know, just uh, all sort of like doom-mongering type music. But everyone seemed to love it and some metal and rock and that as well. Uh, so everyone seemed to love that. Yeah, no, I, I kind of that um, indie rock music, you know, the cult you mentioned, and yeah. uh, there's, lo- there's loads of other bands I can't spring to, spring to mind now. They'll come up, Jesus and Mary Chain, and that kind of sort of stuff that brings yeah, in that yeah. kind of slightly dark type of music. Or Nick Cave will be brilliant as well in The Bad Seeds. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that. I really do. And I like The Dark Nights. Uh, I don't know. I could be persuaded if you get away from the commercialism of it all, I think. No, you know, no. you're, you're, you're tempting me now. You're tempting me now. Where are we going? Oh, I know. And where are we going to go? Hey. Where are we going to go on Halloween then? I've just come down a bit, a bit, a bit and a bolt of fast, and I've now I've said, okay, I love Halloween. You've convinced me. Where, where should we go? Well, Halloween's on Monday, isn't it? Well, you've just said in the King Arthur, you did it in any day of the week. Oh, yeah, so why yeah, should yeah. a day of the week stop well, you? Yeah, that's what I mean. I've just gone complete research, full circle. Here we go. Yeah, no one seems to do anything on the nights of anything anymore. <laughs> it's like, oh, let's do it the weekend before, or the weekend after. It's like, well, if it's on that day, it's like Christmas you celebrate it on that day you don't go oh you know let's have a so-and-so weekend you sort of like that's the monday that's the day let's get out and do it so um yeah it'd be nice if someone put something on all that day like a halloween disco or something i'm sure that people would come out to it because you know it's the nature of the event and also don't forget it's just after payday so um people might come out to it as well it is true. And then I realise in my in my ageing self, I always double book these days. I'm actually going out on Halloween. I just re- remembered as as you were talking, I'm going to a gig. Uh, so I'm not sure if there'll be any Halloween feel to it. I'm going to see Grace Petrie uh, down in Bridport. Big fan of hers. So I don't know if she's going to allude to anything Halloween. I'll report back next week and let you know how I get on. I'm actually going out on Halloween. And I, do you see what's happened here? This yeah. memory has gone completely to pieces. And now all of a sudden I'm remembering everything that I'm doing. And I'm looking forward to it now. Thank you. You you you're going out on Halloween. I am. You know why not? You know it's going to be it's going to be fun, isn't it? Grace Peach is not just for Halloween. You know she's for every day of the year. Yeah, she's for every day of the year. Okay, uh, let's play some more music. Uh, this is uh, another new track that uh, I was sent last week. It's called Liverpool said goodbye to Johnny, and it's by 
uh, Barry Walsh. Said goodbye to Johnny, bye to Johnny, bye to Johnny. Liverpool said goodbye to Johnny on the eighth day of December. Liverpool cried a tear for Johnny, tear for Johnny, tear for Johnny. Liverpool cried a tear for Johnny, and he will be remembered. John, Johnny sang a song, and all the world would sing along. John, John, a seaman's son, this city was his home. Liverpool City was the son of the city, a son of the city, son of the city. Liverpool City was the son of the city, and he will be remembered. Liverpool said goodbye to Johnny, bye to Johnny, bye to Johnny. Liverpool said goodbye to Johnny on the eighth day of December. Peace, he sang of peace, but the sound of a gun was his release. John, John, he sang a song, and the world would sing along. Said goodbye to Johnny, bye to Johnny, bye to Johnny. Liverpool said goodbye to Johnny on the eighth day of December. Peace, peace, he sang of peace, but the sound of a gun was his release. John, John, he sang a song, and the world would sing along, and the world would sing along. If you fool them once, then you can do it twice. 
Okay, uh, Genghis Khan there by Funky and the Two-Tone Baby, who's playing at the Red Brick Building on Friday night, uh, supported by John Diamond. Uh, so um, that'd be a good good gig to go to. Um, and, and saying about gigs and tours, uh, uh, sort of admiration to any acts that put them on, because there's lots of uh, big tours and that being called off at the moment. Yeah, it's it's getting a little bit of media reportage, isn't it? And it's mm. it's I mean that's the problem, isn't it? Having been deprived of income from playing live, which we've spoken about for many a time, and now we can get out there. Now we've got a cost of living crisis. It is really expensive to go to gigs if you're going to go to yeah. well known artists. Uh, and is the tour where you're sort of hiring a van, uh, and if you're of that level, sort of just starting up, traveling around the country, and the fuel costs. It's never going to pay for itself with the current cost of living crisis. No. Do you think that music is it will become more local because of that? That you'll well, have music music in local areas and they won't need yeah. to travel so far, and we'll be supporting them at our local venues. Yeah. I, I We're think, in interesting times. Not not yeah, happy. Yeah, I think so. But it's, it's saying that about local acts, it's a lot of um, bigger acts that are getting called off at the moment. I mean, things like Little Sims, who's just won uh, the Mercury Prize, is has pulled her tour and there's like quite quite a lot of well-known like justin bieber and people some really well-known acts that have been pulling tours due to sort of like lower ticket sales and it's like people you know the thing is ticket prices have been shooting up they've gone up almost 50 percent since the pandemic which means people and as well with cost of living crisis people are probably only going to half the gigs, the more expensive gigs than they've gone before. So that's going to affect audiences and availability for some of the acts at the, at the big gigs. I mean, even stadium gigs, uh, Kieran was um, asking us to get ticket for one for, you know, his Christmas present and birthday present together. And that's like 150 quid for a stadium gig. And it's like, you know, how many of those can you go to it's I mean, a lot of money isn't it i i think i think there is a i think you've got you've risen you've raised a sort of a good point so these these big artists that are playing um remember now you've been cut off from um income through selling sort of physical music yeah it's all the only way you'd earn an income is by touring so you've got these big artists that are touring and so with that you've got the overheads of putting on a, a, an impressive show which is what we all enjoy now i've only been to one stadium gig i went to arcade fire a few weeks back and it was the most impressive show but putting on something like that and traveling the cost of putting that on is really huge on the other yeah. hand um we're going to see bob dylan down in Bournemouth in a couple of weeks' time, and it's not normally something I would go. Now, that was about 100 quid, yeah. but for someone so iconic that I've never really quite got into Bob Dylan as massively as most people have, but I'm fascinated. His songs are incredible, and I feel I owe him an apology for all the music that he's he's written and 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 helping songwriting generally and i'm i'm just fascinated so yeah yeah my partner is really into bob dylan looking forward to it so i think it's going to, be, going to become a special occasion thing isn't it like going out for a meal on valentine's night or a birthday you're talking about and you won't go to so many because i certainly won't be going to many more uh, stadium gigs after that i don't think can't afford it no i know and it is difficult and even if you've got a reasonable amount of money you might, whereas you might have gone to two or three in a year, you're probably only going to go to one a year. So, you know, and like you say, but the saying about the stadium gigs, they're they're the bands who make probably are the ones making money on Spotify and the streaming. You know, whereas like it's the the medium size acts uh, that are sort of like playing your uh, Bristol Academies and SWXs and those sort of venues that are that are feeling the push i think yeah and, and also there's other things that there's sort of um, ancillary sort of problems as well that we were going to go to see a gig uh near where i live uh of a folk band sort of a welsh folk band called trial the trials of cato amazing group got a new album coming out soon they were doing a tour they were traveling from norfolk to somerset and their van broke down 
So you've also got the cost of running vehicles. You can't afford to buy new vehicles, maybe yeah. more breakdowns if you're doing a tour. So in the end, the gig got, well, it got cancelled that night, but it's been, re been rescheduled. I think they're really keen to do the gig at another time. But I think a lot of those other things might be happening. You know, you, you, you've been used through Glastonbury calling of bands pulling out through to COVID. Then you yeah. add on the cost of living crisis and then... Yeah you know, having your equipment and affording equipment, it's an expensive business, isn't it? There's no money in it in anything anymore for those that deserve to earn it through their art. Well, yeah, one of the things that uh, I, I was reading in, in an article was like, you know, say someone's booked to play Wembley Arena. They've booked that a long time in advance. If any of the acts come down with COVID and they've got to pull it, then they've still got to pay the costs of the arena, you know, even though, and, and refund cost to all the sort of people who would come and watch the gig or you know rearrange it but then you've got to pay the cost of booking the arena again and then all the pa crew and all that you would have had lined up but at least there is live music compared yeah. to where we were this time last year and now i need cheering up what have you got for us music wise uh right i'm gonna play uh some sale now and this is uh, Praise and Hatred, probably not a track that's going to cheer you up.
Okay, carrying on with the uh, Halloween mentality, that's Demons by Adam and Hellcats. Uh, so, yeah, as we said, it's Halloween weekend, so all Hallow weekend, uh, as people will call it now. I don't know. Uh, there's one or two gigs on. Uh, Thursday, as I said, Millie Manders and Cosmics are playing at King Arthur. Uh uh, besides Funky playing the Red Brick, uh, Max is putting on a cracking gig at the King Arthur with um, a, a Halloween rock metal gig with Sergeant Thunderhoof, Liquid State, who we really like, uh, Elusis and the Betrayers. And uh, there's a big jam on the Art Bank uh, Cafe as well on Saturday Delph Legion playing the Sun in at Froome. Uh, Deadman's Chest and uh, Artificial Red are playing at King Arthur. The Model Folk, who you probably like, uh, are playing at the Barton Inn. Uh, Dub Pistols are playing at the Red Brick. And uh, also, if you want to go out and just watch something bonkers, the Glastonbury Zombie Walk is on as well at 3 o'clock on Saturday. And then on Sunday... Uh, Michael Collins is playing at the King Arthur. So a few few gigs on for people to go and watch an events this weekend. Yeah, a lot of variety as well, isn't it? It's that's yeah. that's really what it's all about, something for everyone. Or or sharing something with with a friend, a mate, or a partner, doing something they want to do, and then they do something you want to do. That's what it's all about. Challenging yourself to something you may not necessarily be in your comfort zone on. You probably enjoy it. You want to be out of your comfort zone on the Halloween weekend, don't you? I think so, yeah. Well, I don't. I just said that. I want to be with a cat under the duvet. But now I'm going out. I don't think I can do that now. So I'm totally confused now. This has been a really confusing podcast today. Yeah. You know, I started off all pretty focused and motivated. Then I got a bit down. Then you're telling me the gigs are being cancelled. And I must admit, you just set me off now. You really have set me off. You're now getting me really worried and anxious. Because the last time I tried to get a ticket... To Grace Petrie was the ex to Phoenix. This is pre-COVID, and she cancelled because uh, oh, she was no. ill. So I, 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 I'm going to have to report back next week. I'm getting worried. Oh, let's yeah, let us know. Let us know. Well, we better not arrange to record a podcast next Monday then. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be true. Yeah, be... <laughs> no. we could do it live from the gig. You know, I could I could run on stage and saying, Grace, you know, how are you feeling at the moment? You know, is this. Uh, are you going to get rid of the current government? And because uh, she she'll be up for that, you know. Oh yeah, she's got um, one of these great songs which I I love, and uh, maybe we could play it next week called "Farewell or Welfare," which is uh, one of her best songs. Love it. Yeah, well, we we need the music to to cheer us up from like you're saying about all the politics and all the rubbish that's going on at the minute. God dear, we need we we need uh, helping out and livening up. I think by a lot of these acts that are coming out to play for us. It's going to make a great movie one day, isn't it? We, if we could just change it to fiction rather than fact, we would be having an enjoyable watch. Yeah. But now I think it'd be just too too traumatic. We're in the middle of it all, aren't we? But it's uh, yeah, it you you couldn't dream it up, could you? Well, well, yeah. But I mean, back in the in the eighties, we we had spitting image with uh, over embellished parodies of like what was going on at the time and taking the mic, which made it funny. Now all spitting image you have to do is just reenact what's going on. You know, it's not really that difficult. You don't need any any sort of um, uh, models or dummies or whatever the words are. You just need the real people because they you, they're doing it better than than spitting image can do. So yeah, that, we don't need anyone else to write a script. You just let them talk. 
Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. No, Green no, and spitting image. This is what Glastonbury Calling Podcast is all about. Yeah, you know? we can go off at any tangent. Well, we yeah, I like tangents. You know, uh, yeah. in fact, in fact, we need to get a band. Let's see if there's a band called the Tangents and see if we can see what they sound like on next week's show. I'm going to do that straight after this and save this and report back to base. Yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, there's got there's got to be one. But you've cheered me up now. We've we, you've taken me on this big kind of roller coaster of life, and now I'm cheered up by the tangents. There's going to be a band, isn't there, called the Tangents? Oh, there's got to be. There's yeah. got to be. If not, you know, we'll start one of them up. Well, uh, happy weenie. The tangents. I'm hey? going to call it weenie. Happy happy weenie to you, or very sad and depressing weenie if you want to be scared scared witless. Yeah, have 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 a miserable weenie though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that Cheers. sounds that sounds like you need to see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't take don't take the piss. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh the doctor God. is. <laughs> okay, it's time for us to go to the magic roundabout. Yeah. So um bye Zebedee. Yeah, uh, bye Jem and we're finishing up with a bit of liquid state and this is a dirty little deeds. Thanks Anne. Bye-bye. Bye everyone. <laughs> 